If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is Monica Perez, your Libertarian Voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. And we are talking about what ended up being an extremely emotional topic. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner's Vanity Fair cover where Bruce Jenner uh, came out as Caitlyn Jenner and is going to live as a woman, have a reality show in July. Uh, and it just, it's such a polarizing issue. I, I, it amazes me that it's people from both ends of the spectrum find this a very emotional issue. I attribute that to the fact that, uh, our politicians on the left and the right have allowed these issues to be, uh, legislated, the subject of policy, the subject of the Supreme court, that there was the counterculture which gave us the secular movement to control the government. And then the same people who were instrumental in the counterculture, like Irving Kristol and Potterets and those guys, then went and started the counter-counterculture. So they then took over the right with some similar philosophies, which was, uh, I wrote a really spectacular article about it on my website, monicaperezshow.com. You can just search for crystal or neoconservatism where they talk about they want big government because then they can shape the world the way they want it. So they make it. So the question is, yes, we need to legislate social issues. What uh, what should we decide? Whereas the traditional conservative and the libertarian says they're civil liberties. You don't decide, certainly not at the federal level, always go to the 10th Amendment, which reserves all that stuff to the states. Uh, And then furthermore, Crystal wrote in this book that he was going to deliberately co-opt the religious movement, and he, he kind of disparaged them. So they're difficult to manage, but if they're not with us, they'll be against us. Uh, I believe at the time, um, a lot of that group had a basic policy of not voting, but he and others got them to kind of throw in with Reagan because of his position on abortion, which was always my family's position. And um, my family rallied around him for that reason as well. Plus, he was announced himself as a conservative. But this change on the right allowed the left to win in deciding that the issue is how should we legislate morality, not should we legislate morality. And that that makes all these things, maybe there isn't a federal law issue right now, but it makes, you know, telling people how they can conduct business on their own private property, making regulations about how bathrooms are used. Everybody has to decide all at once. Whereas if you were just a private person, 
you could decide how you wanted to do it and people could patronize your business or not. That that really is the American solution to these problems. And neither the left nor the right is is supporting that. I'm going to quickly give away the weekend prize pack and then get back to your calls. We have today, first person to call uh, is going to get a, this is the McDonald's weekend prize pack, a pair of tickets to see Rod Stewart in concert on July 15th at Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, produced by ASO Presents, and a pair of tickets to see Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire in concert on August 14th at Aaron's Amphitheater at Lakewood, produced by Live Nation. First person to call 404-7410-750 gets that. And the next person up is... Joe incoming. Hi, Joe. You're on with Monica. Hey, things like this always spiral out of control, and next people will want to be trans species and attach dolphin fins to themselves and want to be... Someone just told me there was a South Park episode like that where one of the dads became a dolphin. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, degeneracy like this just spreads until it just uh, destroys society. So it's sad to see. You know, I, I, I had thought, um, here's the thing. If I didn't, I actually did a little investigating to see if people who do this regret it. If it's, if it's not innate to them, if you, how could you live like your whole life like it? If it, if it isn't really a part of you, I don't know. But I certainly, as a libertarian, don't, I can't tell people they can't do it. There are things that you can't do pedophilia, rape. I mean, these are things that have other, that, that do actually hurt other people. Can't do that. Um, I don't know if it spirals out of control. Nick in Atlanta, you're on with Monica. Hey. Hey. Hey, listen, uh, the reason why I'm calling is is because uh, there's a few subjects that have been touched on, like Jen was talking about the hate thing. But the biggest point that I think that bothers me about this whole thing is, is that, that the condoning of the behaviors um, if you want to do something in your bedroom, that's where it should be. I was always raised that there's certain things that shouldn't be brought out into the public and so on and so forth. I'm a conservative Christian. And so when people start throwing that out there, you open yourself up for opportunities to people to start to discriminate, harass, or whatever. I think that all of us have maybe quirks or, or weird things about us that maybe not necessarily fit in them with, with the norm. So when you go out and you try to get somebody to accept that and condone it, then it creates an issue to where those that don't condone it and don't accept it are going to say, well, hey, no, you're not supposed to be doing that. And, well, and that's, that's where, uh, yeah, finish. And that's what I think the, the biggest issue is, is with this, is, is that, you know, if that's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. And, and then you're going to have to live with that. And then you know what? As it all comes down to it, you know, everybody says, well, you shouldn't judge, you shouldn't hate. Okay, well, there's that word again, hate. There's a difference between me accepting what it is that you do and me hating you that you did it. I have no, I, I don't hate anyone. I, 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 I totally agree. I find, I do find that hate label really awful. And like the bumper sticker is like F hate, you know, like it's right. just, it's so aggressive. It's so nasty. And I think it is politicized. I also feel like there, uh, I, what really bothers me, like I said earlier, I was much more bothered by the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover this year than the Vanity fair cover with Caitlyn Jenner because I mean I'm just generally bothered that every media outlet you cannot avoid it's totally saturated with uh, sex objectification and I have little kids and I, I would definitely not be tuned into it if I didn't um, yeah actually they're they're nine and ten 
my 12 year old has down syndrome so it's not like he's okay. immune to it but the nine and ten year old like they, it, they're just bombarded with it which is why i chose to send them to a very conservative school really a throwback school um where even my daughter has to wear a tie but I just don't think it's appropriate for children to have to process this stuff. I don't think sex is just a, a normal issue. When she, when I was living in California, when my daughter was three, she did not know the definition of marriage at all. She didn't know I was married to her father. She didn't know. Really? And um, she had a friend who had three moms. The, the two moms separated and then the other one got married. And she came home three years old and said, you know what marriage is? And I said, what? And she said, when girls roll around and have fun together or something like that. And I was like, oh, wow. why, why is this an issue? Why, why does this have to, why is it, why are there no boundaries to right. the discussion? And I'm not talking about gay or straight or whatever. I'm talking about sex in general. So if what you're saying is if you politicize um, any, any of it, it becomes, you know, on the top of the news, you can't watch the news for five minutes without coming up with these. That, that's why I didn't like that Maxim thing. I walked into the bookstore. It was right there. It wasn't behind a thing. And it just was inappropriate for children in my mind. And it makes, it makes my daughter, I didn't care about my son seeing it. It makes my daughter think that that's what she needs to be, that that's the pinnacle of her achievement. And that's just, that does, that's not a, a, a whole person, you know, way of, of raising kids. It just amazes me about the whole thing. With Eric Erickson said it, I was listening to him a couple of weeks ago, and he said that four to six percent of the population is actually gay. But the way that they talk about it, put it on the news, put it on family TV shows, you would think that thirty, forty, fifty percent of the of the population would be that because of, of just the amount of coverage that it gets these days. And I think you nailed it. I think it absolutely has to do with political movement. I really, really do. Yeah, I do. I think that there that um, people are exploited, and then then you feel like even you feel yes, you always think that the person. Even I, I really just try to have the conversation, and uh, even just having the conversation is portrayed as a very threatening position, and it and it it really elicits a strong reaction, which kind of stifles the conversation. And I'm not for that. I'm going to Doug in Lawrenceville. Hi, Doug. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. It's uh, nice talking to you today. Uh, my issue with the this gender uh, issue is the same with a lot of things that have been discussed over the past few years, and that's how the uh, the issue is kind of unfolds. And I, when you talk about logic, there's eight or nine uh, things that you can point to as being errors in logic, and one of them is what's called the faulty dilemma. And that's when a person's speaking, and they will give you, basically, they'll couch the argument in such a way that you have two choices, one that they want you to take and one that they know you will not take under any circumstances. Joseph McCarthy did this. You either supported him or you were a communist. And he beat people up bad over that. Uh, ERA was kind of the same thing. You were either supported the ERA or you were a male show this pig. You support affirmative actions or you're a racist. There's no discussion of the issues anymore. And it's a, uh, if you yeah, I agree with that. And I think that a lot of the PC language that you're, you know, required to keep up on uh, is designed to, if you don't key into the language, you don't tune into that language, it's easy to label you as somebody who doesn't uh, buy into equality or whatever it is. It's a very sticky subject. Uh, 800 WSB Talk. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez.
on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian on WSB. A little uh, weather update. There is an increasing chance of rain, slight but rising as the work week begins. So continue to check your weekend weather on WSB brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. And I'm going to wrap up the conversation about uh, Caitlin Jenner with one last call. Um, going to go to Steve in Atlanta. Steve, you're on with Monica. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Not bad, not bad. Um, I just wanted to make a point that, you know, for anybody out there who feels like this is a really politicized, like, agenda kind of thing, like, I don't think it's really like that. I think what it comes down to is, like, trans and lesbian and gay people and anyone in between, like, really just want to be treated with, like, a sense of, like, respect. Um, Like, I am a trans person. I've been taking estrogen for two years. Um, And I haven't done anything to necessarily, like, change the way I present myself to the world. But I do know, like, who I am and how I feel about myself. And I do know that, like, me taking medication that prevents the hormones that naturally occur in my body from occurring and, like, provides me with an alternative is the only thing that's, like, given me a, a real honest sense of peace of mind. You know, it's the only thing that's, like, helped me get to the point where I'm at. Do you, and, like, you don't feel that this is, uh, that these issues are exploited by both the left and the right to kind of generate political, you know, kind of anger against each other? You know what I mean? I just, I can't, I feel like both sides exploit people and their real issues for that reason and you don't you don't get that sense from the inside i i think there's there's a definitive you know like exploitation of everybody from every political spectrum in general um so like i can i can see why people would would have that assumption um i agree with that i'm a libertarian that it's I don't think that it's as, as widespread as like people think it is and in regards to this particular issue I think there are, like, a lot of other ways people are exploited and kind of turned against each other. And I think that's, like, what the problem is, is that, that people just, you know, need to be understanding and accepting of each other. And, like, uh, really, you know, have these conversations that you're trying to have. You know? <laughs> it's not an easy conversation to have, Steve. I appreciate your calling in and giving us that viewpoint. Uh, I do, I feel like, even, like, the libertarian dedication to freedom is exploited by both sides to kind of uh, just will that that the political parties will use any issue they can get their hands on to make things go their way in an election or whatever. And they have other purposes behind the scenes that have nothing to do with what they call the presenting issues. I really appreciate your viewpoint. Coming up next, I'm going to have a special guest, Kurt Wallace, to talk about a very serious problem in Georgia, human trafficking. You can check out a post on my website about that, MonicaPerezShow.com, and stay tuned to hear what Kurt Wallace, journalist from Rare.us, has to say about that. This is Monica Perez. Maybe it's something really cool that I don't even know about. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. So we're wrapping it up in this half hour. Uh, the Most of the show was about um, the Caitlyn Jenner cover on Vanity Fair and all the 
kind of media turmoil that came uh, upon that. I was so surprised at what a very emotional subject it is, apparently is. I really got a lot of very emotional responses on the air and off from both sides of the spectrum. And I really just go through these subjects. Honestly, uh, I just really try to search my soul and figure out what I really think. I'm always open to the discussion. I love to have the discussion. Uh, I know it gets real. I mean, I just am so surprised how controversial it was. But uh, I'm going to change gears now to a, a subject as a libertarian. You're, we want very, very small government. But the number one purpose for government is to protect people, their persons, their property. And when uh, those, I, I feel like all the force of government should be used in pursuit of that only. It's that great Murray Rothbard, you know, the only law is don't touch me or my stuff. But there's a very serious crime that uh, has a big presence in Georgia, and that is human trafficking. And it's a it's a cause that Rare.us is um, active in, and Kurt Wallace, who's a journalist for Rare.us and an Atlanta libertarian, he, he is here with me to talk about that issue and also what we can do about it. Hi, Kurt. You are on the air with Monica. Uh, thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay, so when you started telling me about this, I was not crystal clear on what exactly human trafficking was and and where it happens. And I, if you can do it in a way that the family audience, not that this conversation we've had so far is particularly family audience friendly, but <laughs> keeping it clean, can you tell us what human trafficking uh, is and where it is? Well, human trafficking uh, is when uh, someone is, basically taken against their will and forced to um, do things for someone else as a slave, essentially. And uh, Is it all sex or is it anything? Well, it's, uh, it involves everything. It involves labor and sex. Uh, the most disturbing part of human trafficking is uh, the, the fact that uh, children are, are, are trafficked for sex as sex slaves. Girls, and, boys, everything? Correct. Girls and boys. Um, ages 12 to 15 is um, is the age group that's the most prevalent. And uh, in the United States, more than 100,000 children are currently trafficked for sex, according to uh, wellspringliving.org, which you is know, an is organization. This, does this yeah. include, like, your kind of classic scenario where a runaway gets off the bus at the Port Authority, is picked up by somebody, turned into a drug addict, and put out on the street? Uh, is that included in your stats, do you feel like? Uh, I think that that's uh, part of it, but uh, what's really interesting is that a lot of the, the venues that are scouted by traffickers are uh, most common recruited in areas of social circles, in regular neighborhoods, home neighborhoods, and clubs, bars, and uh, and then the the least amount is on the internet. Uh, so basically, the way that uh, the way that it works is that nobody is safe uh, in terms of their child potentially being kidnapped, uh, lured, like the like the movie. Uh, with Liam Neeson, uh, where where his daughter uh, is 
uh, asked out by a, a, a guy in Europe, and then uh, they nab her. And and basically, they're going to put her into a, um, a, you know, a prostitution ring. Well, um, I saw... Um you see hints of this in the news from time to time. I'll give you a few examples. Last year, I was in London at uh, on the 4th of July. And so I just happened to remember that was the date, the timing of this. It was a big story in the news there that there were 140 dossiers of high government officials who were accused of this child, you know, in a, of being in a child sex ring. These were high-ranking people, and this was on the heels of the, um, was it Jimmy Savile, like a famous media guy who did a lot of charity work with kids and hospitals, and that he had some connections with these high government officials, and they are still investigating this because, well, the records were destroyed. And you hear here, I think Alan Dershowitz and um, Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton, like their addresses, address books were in the, uh, their addresses were in the address books of that guy, I forget his name, who was convicted of this, of having girls kind of captive for use to to uh people coming over now i don't know those other guys weren't convicted but this guy was convicted of having like a 15 year old girl he just didn't let her go and and she'd be paired up with with people who came over and it seems you know you hear hints of it but it never really makes the the headlines yeah and and the the thing that's kind of scary is if you're a um a resident of Atlanta. Atlanta is the number one city for human trafficking. How is uh, that possible? Like, why, and, why is and that? And we're talking, we're not talking about, uh, you know, my impression before I, I became educated on this, when I started interviewing people about this particular issue, is that this was uh, foreign people, that this was really a foreign issue. But this is Americans buying and selling Americans. And uh, mostly children and and they're uh they're taken across state lines they're uh they're hard to detect and it's a it's in terms of a criminal business it's much better business to have because you can resell over and over again a child and uh when you sell drugs or when a drug dealer sells drugs they're uh they have to buy new products because the product is, is used up and they make anywhere from a hundred thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per child. Uh, so this is a very lucrative and uh, repeat business. And uh, they, they're also shielded because they're not on the front line of the transaction. These pimps. They're uh, not in. Like you can't see them. Like they send the kids out and they go because they're probably the kids are probably kind of brainwashed or terrified or threatened in some other way to do what they're told, I would assume. That's right. And the other side of it is the legislative side. I, I just did an interview with Senator Renee Unterman, uh, Georgia State Senator. She's the leading legislator on this issue nationwide. Uh, Georgia is the, is becoming the model of how to legislate this, this issue. And uh, before she got involved, a pimp, uh, to be a pimp was a, a misdemeanor and a $50 fine and a slap on the wrist. And that was it uh, for, for pimping. And, uh, and the children, or the prostitutes, uh, were criminals. Now they're, they're considered victims, uh, according to the government. But many states still consider these kidnapped children who are forced to have sex uh, for money as 
as criminals. I assume that there is some like psychological damage that gets these kids to to cooperate because they're not obviously they have to cooperate for this to work and there must be a way to do that but i have to say i think i told you this once when i left home fairly young i i dropped out of high school and i moved out i went to denver and i was a waitress and somebody uh asked me to um go with him to dallas he was going to make me a model don't tell anybody it was crazy and good thing i mean i was not very smart but i was smart enough to not do that because he said don't tell anybody and i thought that was crazy and now talking to you i think that he probably that kind of thing was was probably a a real operation maybe i should have called the cops well this is uh, uh one point is that these these uh, traffickers are highly intelligent, and they are observant. And they understand what they're doing. They they're patient, and they can prey on uh, someone who's in a single family home, and they can uh, intimidate a child and say that they're, uh, for instance, going to kill the child's mother or father or family if they tell. And then they get them to start working for them in the afternoons, and the kid still lives at home. And the parents are oblivious that the kid is being prostituted. That's crazy. I figured it was all just uh, outsourced. But so tell me what it is that who who's working, who are you working with? What are you what are you trying to do to help the situation? Well, uh, there's a there's an event tomorrow. And uh, basically, this is a a fundraiser for Wellspring uh, Living, which is a recovery center for these children uh, to help them get acclimated, and they're never going to be the same. But uh, this gives them an opportunity to um, to essentially uh, recover in a, in a safe environment. How do you find these kids? How do you rescue them? Like, how do they come to you? Um, well, that's a good question. I think they're rescued through sting operations, uh, mm-hmm. mostly. And it's difficult for some of these children because uh, they get used to this lifestyle and they want to go back to it. If they're put into the child protective uh, services, then they can be uh, recycled back into the the system and uh, become runaways. So there's there's a real problem with the psychology of these children. It's a it's a it's a tough. So are you inviting people generally to this event? I posted some information about your work and how people can help on my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. And this event, are you inviting people generally to this event tomorrow? Uh, Yes, I'm I'm helping co-host it. G-Chem has organized the event to to help raise money for Wellspring Living. Uh, And this event will be held at Famous Pub on North Druid Hills, 2947 North Druid Hills, at the Coco Hills Shopping Center. They're going to have raffle, uh, auction off things. But there's there's going to be a cool rock band playing, and uh, there are going to be speakers. Senator Unterman's going to be speaking. Uh, the Krager White Band will be playing. Uh, a representative from Wellspring uh, Living is also going to be speaking. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun. So you're uh, gonna, there's going to be artwork. Yep. Different, different, different items being auctioned off. So you're going to have some fun, and you're going to get some education on this, and it's a a way to help. It really, it's a super scary problem. I mean, I really, we talk a lot on this show about uh, issues that aren't real. 
uh, threats to people's physical security because basically 90% of what the government does is outside its real function, which is to protect people from this stuff. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we, we forget that they're, that we spend all this money on, on things that are, are really secondary when issues like this affect uh, you know, the most innocent people among us. And if there is something we can do, that would be great. So I, I strongly encourage people to go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. I also posted it on Facebook. And I tweeted the link as well at Monica Perez Show. Um, so that's it, Kurt. Anything else that you want to... I got to take a break, but just, anything else? Real quick, I just want to appeal to my libertarian friends that this is a true libertarian issue. Uh, the government um, is making it difficult for this issue to be dealt with, and the government is trying to make it better. But the private sector is there to help, and this is a property rights issue. Our bodies are our first property. And so, to me, that is the ultimate, and nobody should aggress on anyone. This is definitely within the non-aggression principle. Um, and if, if libertarians get involved with this issue, I know that this issue will uh, see seem more light yeah it's it's true slavery i uh, thank you so much for coming on kurt um i wish you good success tomorrow feel free to keep us posted on this and uh, i'm going to take a break this is monica perez monica perez on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb i am the libertarian voice on wsb every saturday from three to six wrapping it up But I generally continue this conversation all week. I have to say this was really, I'm so surprised, the most, probably the most controversial show I can remember doing from all the posts and emails I got from just really, really strong reactions from all sides. And I didn't even think I was taking a particularly strong position. I was just trying to see both sides of the issue, which I often do and usually come up with a very very strong opinion in black and white about what the united states is doing what our local community is doing and if it's right or wrong um this is a little bit different but if you want the podcast of any of my myriad of shows on uh, usually what i would think much more serious issues but i guess with less emotional content you can check it out at uh, monicaperezshow.com and you can also go to my facebook page uh, which you can get through my website and also tweet at me at monica perez show i also spoke to kurt wallace from rare.us who tomorrow is having an event uh, about uh, to help children who have been rescued from human trafficking which is a serious problem in georgia i was so surprised to hear that um but they uh rare and kurt and some other folks are working hard to do what they can to make that right you can check out also on my website monicaperezshow.com my facebook page how to participate in that event how to help and have a good time while you're at it that's for tomorrow so until next week a saturday from three to six right here on wsb this is monica perez For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.